0: Talking CRM with Jeff and David, getting the best value for the whole organization from your integrated CRM and accounting systems. David Beard, CRM principal, and Jeff Richards, head of training program development for Sage CRM, spend time chatting with customers, resellers, and others about Sage CRM in action around the globe. Hello, welcome along, everyone. This is another edition of the Talking CRM podcast series with David and Jeff. Welcome, everyone. And today we're going to the continent of Africa. In fact, we're going specifically to Johannesburg, the city of gold, as I believe it's called, and welcoming Anthony Lipschitz from Aztec along. Hello, Anthony. Hi, hi Jeff. Hi, David. How are you doing? Welcome to our little soiree. Well, it's not quite a soiree. We like to think it is so. Anthony, tell us a bit about you and Aztec as a way of introducing yourself to the listeners. Okay, great. So um, Aztec, we
1: started out uh, as Sage Partners. when those days ACPAC Partners in about 2001. So we worked exclusively with Sage 300 for a number of years. We were introduced to Sage CRM. We did our first project in about 2006. My um, background is actually in engineering and specifically in software development. Oh. So I recognized pretty quickly the, the value of CRM as a development tool as much as a CRM tool. And I think that led us to down some interesting avenues in terms of yeah. CRM implementations and development and customization. So we've been working with Sage CRM t- since 2006. And, uh, yeah, it's been a great journey, been a very
0: exciting journey for us. So you must have some interesting stories. It's a good the way you described it almost as coming to it as a development environment first, putting a few words in your mouth there, because I think a lot of companies – don't see that immediately. You sound like you saw that first. Yeah, we did
1: see that first. Um, we were introduced to C- CRM and when, when, you know, when, when it was shown to us, it was quite, became quite clear to us that, that every company, when they're building a business system, they need to know their customers, they need to know address information, they need communications, they need documents. That there's a certain core information you rebuild a number of times every time you build an operational system from scratch so why build it from scratch when you've got a base to start with and you've got a consistent base and it creates a lot of leverage by doing that because there's a lot of reuse you know a lot of the a lot of the terms you hear in software development become very relevant in the crm space for us
0: those first customers in 2006 were they raw sort of vanilla crm or did you go down a particular path almost immediately first one we did actually we went down a very
1: specific path. they had some very very specific requirements in fact we spent about six months Doing a detailed data model. Never mind for a functional requirements spec. We did a data model for them for about six months before we did the actual implementation. Only took us three months. And, what it, uh, what business were the they in? They're in healthcare business. They basically provide a switch between service providers. So service providers would that when they would submit a claim for a medical a medical aid claim, those claims, those messages would switch between this providing switch and and the and the medical aids on the back end. So they had quite a complicated business because their customers were not just customers. They wanted to know about the customers' customers, and they wanted to understand the relationships between customers and billing entities and, and usage entities. So there was quite a lot of complexity there that they wanted to unpack themselves, and they used, and to some degree they used the CRM implementation as an opportunity to understand their own business domain.
2: You're talking about the switching between systems and switching between uh, and needing to have a long, long chain of information in there. Were you were you essentially doing mes- data messaging there? No, no, we didn't do the messaging. They had their own messaging platform. They had a
1: number of systems in place that they used: one to manage their contact information around their clients, one to manage their ticketing, one to manage a report on the usage. So they were looking for a CRM system that was flexible enough to replace five existing systems that had been home built and home grown. So they they were looking for a system to do that. And at the time, they went through all the the CRM systems available and um, they actually narrowed down two. And we did a proof of concept based on a simple implementation. And and then from there, we led into the data model exercise. It was a great project and and they still use it to this day. They still use CRM. 14-year-old customer
2: now, huh? Not, not our oldest customer, though, David, but uh, it's, a, it's old, an no. astonishing one to to, to have that uh, takes us back to uh, a very good base for the South African business. Uh, would, you, would you say that most of the work that you're doing is essentially CRM led or is it accountancy led within your practice? So there's, there's, I think there's a fair bit of both. Um, I wouldn't say you could limit it
1: to one another. We still have a lot of Sage 300 clients and a lot of clients that run Sage 300 only. In some cases, we'll, we'll obviously cross-sell between so, say 300 clients that need three, that needs a, some form of CRM. And sometimes it's not even CRM they need. Sometimes they just need a solution to manage an operational challenge that they might have, whether it be a workflow or business, you know, a, a, a workflow type challenge uh, where they need to manage a set of processes, where they need to store documentations. Sometimes they need to manage a customer challenge, for example, building a, a portal, manage membership, you know, some membership challenges, for example.
0: One of the conversations Jeff and I have a lot, because we're all about getting CRM down to the enormous install base of accounting systems around the world that we have. How would you recommend people with the Sage accounting system consider their journey with CRM? Where would they start? So you're talking about an end customer. So
1: my feeling in the past has always been to start at the customer service level, to implement it there first, um obviously sales is, a, is generally a good point to start as well but from experience we find that unless a customer has a real burning need for a sales management tool and for sales automation it's actually an easier place to implement and deploy and sell is in well when i say sell to sell to the business and sell to the users is on the ticketing side or on the customer service side because often it's more challenging to manage that and the types of people that operate in those spaces you know, understand the need for systems much and, and and transparent systems much more clearly, I think, than sometimes you find on the sales side, if that makes sense.
2: Is that in the challenges of sort of things like renewals, uh, service renewals, um, servicing things like returns, material authorization, which would integrate with the accounting system?
1: That too, but I would even start just with simple ticketing. You know, using the cases function in CRM and giving it giving a customer ticketing tool. So whether it be you know managing queries, complaints, or just general communication. Often one of the biggest challenges we find is customers will say, you know, we got all these emails coming in, and they get assigned to people, but there's no visibility of where that email is and what's happened to that information, or who's dealing with the query, or who's dealing with the complaint, or is it closed. So a lot of customers go and they look for things like you know they look at typical ticketing systems but why not have an integrated system where you have ultimately you can build out your ticketing your sales automation your marketing everything in one
0: it's interesting jeff isn't it because over the years a majority of the first steps into CRM from our customers are from a sales perspective. It's organising sales teams, it's capturing opportunities, it's forecasting. It seems to be different for you, Anthony. Do you think that's an interesting DNA analysis of you as a business or the area you work in, the the region, perhaps? So, yeah, I think
1: it's a combination of things. I mean, I suppose it comes to the question: is how would I start someone's journey? A lot of customers come to us and say, "Look, I need a sales automation tool," and in that case, you 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 know go with what their needs are. But I just think from a, an adoption point of view, and one of the challenges you often hear in CRM projects that don't go well is adoption is the biggest challenge. It's easier to get adoption right if you start on the operational side than if you start on the sales side. That's just been my experience. Um, you know, It's just easier to get that change in behavior and understanding of, of the need for, for a systematic way of doing business.
0: That is a good reflection, isn't it, Jeff, because it is about, you, they, they recognise you have to have those businesses that need ticketing, need a ticketing system. It's kind of like it's a
2: binary decision, much more than a sales management system is perhaps. Well, I I, I, I reacted to the phrase uh, change of behaviour. Um, uh, I I'm, I'm wonder here if there are some human factors involved in that, whether um, sales teams tend to be more heroic uh, and therefore, sort of the hero of the salesperson uh who is the person who 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 is the star whereas um something like a customer support environment tends to be much more of a uh an operational function uh, you follow the procedure and, and it is yeah. less uh, it is there's less fewer egos involved in uh a case management system than there is say in a sales automation system Uh, that's that's just my reading of it Uh, please um if you wish to complain about these things dear (laughs) dear dear listener then um my email address is david.beard at (laughs) sage.com
1: But, so can I just clarify, can I maybe just clarify that that comment, Jeff? I didn't say that, by the way. I, mean, I think you got, you have a point to agree. For me, it's more about temperament than about hero. <laughs> Operational people tend to be more analytical and more methodical. Sales people tend to be more relation oriented than systems oriented. So they they're much more focused on relationships than they are about systems and processes. That's a lovely
0: way to sweep that into a much tidier pile. Thank you, Anthony. <laughs> so tell me about some of the industries, because I noticed on your website, which is as.tech.co.za, by the way, just to put, yes, throw yes, a little yes. advert in there. Um, yes. You talk about this idea of loan management or credit management software. Tell us yes, how that uh, came about and what you've done. So,
1: yeah, so that actually came about because of CRM as well. Um was a customer that was looking specifically – they're in the mortgage space. They're actually a commercial bank, and they needed a system to manage the application process for loans, mortgage loans. And that can be quite a long process. Um, so we implemented Sage CRM for them, and we built the workflow process to do that. That was in about – two, also about 2008, I think, 2007, 2008. And um, they've also been a client since then. But and that evolved to the point where we actually use Sage Serum to build their entire loan man, what they call LCM what they call a, a loan management system from, from beginning to end. And I mean it worked out quite nicely then because they can manage almost entire elements of their business from their marketing side through the operational end, transactional end, right through to collections and into the financials, obviously into Sage three hundred. And that entire value chain is within one system. And the amount of data that's built up over time is, is quite interesting. So they record all information right down to the detail of building configurations, down to detailed valuations over history of time. They, they, they produce a 40-page credit proposal out of the system from data captured in the system. Tremendous amount of information is actually captured in there. And that's
0: obviously a lot of customization has been done over the years. And so what you've got there is that blend of essential data capture and then process management as well, which is saving time, making sure they do the right thing in the right order, that sort of story. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. And that's evolved to a point where we've used the uh,
1: we've we've actually got a number of customers in the credit and loan management space that do similar type of things. So everything from higher purchase to private credit to a combination of development finance. Um, so we've got a you know probably about a dozen clients in that space in 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 areas as far away as, uh, you know,
0: even in North America, we've got some clients there, in fact, in the Caribbean. In the next episode, Anthony talks about how CRM can not only be quickly installed, but also easily managed and owned by their customers, the unique challenges that operate on the African continent, and more of their stories of Sage CRM in action with their own customers. You've been listening to Talking CRM with Jeff and David. Getting the best for the whole organization from your integrated CRM and accounting systems.